episode number 175 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you're looking Boston strong today. You've got your Boston top on. You've got a fantastic looking finish line background of Boston. I'm drinking my Sam Adams. Tommy's drinking water. Uh, oh, no, he's drinking a... a, a well, it, looks it, like... it is water, actually, but it's in a Boston pint glass that I got. The 119th Boston Marathon. Oh, look at that. Hey, look at that. Well, pint glass. well, do you know what? I thought I would keep with the Boston theme, despite me not watching an announce of the event. I'll drink a Sam Adams to, Quite to, right. to let you rumble all about watching your the, the Boston Marathon on your Easter holiday. Uh, well, listeners, of course. So yesterday was it's it's Tuesday. Uh, yesterday was Easter Monday, which means two things. Yesterday was the was Marathon Monday, the Patriots Day in the US to Boston Marathon, and also it was the Isle of Man Easter Athletics Festival, oh. <laughs> which I, every year we say this w- would be fantastic to go to. I, I saw the Harrys and the Trotters were putting a lot of chat on online about that. It looks good. Oh, to brilliant! Well, you know, I I I have I've done zero. I've almost done zero research this week, um, but you know I, I've got an idea of some of the the results and some of the news articles. So today, folks, your interview is with yours truly, uh, Tom and I. So yeah, we're just going to talk all things running, um, maybe a little bit of a what's next update. Uh, there's lots of results happening. There's been ounces and, and, and you know huge uh, amazing performances has been world records has been yeah just everything hasn't there it's been oh, there a has. busy weekend there's a bit there's a bit 20 races in scotland this last weekend it's just absolutely it's, it's bonkers as tommy would put it <laughs> it's bonkers indeed well kyle <laughs> what is so in the in the spirit of what's coming next we have so the last two weeks we've had we had the the amazing debrief of the acp and we know it wasn't quite how, how you hoped it would go, but you you donned the Scotland vest yet again. Obviously, last week I had the, the French 10K champs. So oh, let's catch up on what's next. You teased us a couple of weeks ago that Mozart was coming. I, I did, and it still is. It's still coming, folks. It's, so uh, when is it? When is Mozart? Well, what date are we now? We're on the 19th of April, so it's the 25th of June. So I've got, uh, what, two months to get fit. Or two months, two months to get fitter than I am. Fitter, um, exactly. That's the spirit of it. Fitter. I mean, the good thing, the, the only the only plus that came out of that hundred k was I only ran forty two miles. So in terms of recovery time, it's certainly going to be a lot faster than some of the other lads and lasses who were, you know, managed to complete the event. Um, so that's a good that's a good plus. I'm always looking at the positives. Uh, certainly sure. these days, anyway. But I did my first. Um, so. I was I was gagging to get out and do a you know to do some sort of hill rep. So I went up Pit Fichy, uh, which is about I don't know, it's about five miles away from the house. So I drove there. Debbie came along as well. She did a long run with me, but I was like in the middle. Let's let's do a cheeky little uh, you know hill rep or two or three. Um, I actually thought the hill was about ten minutes. But it was only six. So I was like thinking I've got another four minutes and I was already at the top. I was like, oh no. Um, but I was quite thankful that I got to the top in six minutes because I was blown out my ass by the time I got to that, you know, to the top of the, to the, to the summit. But then I got like, you know, so I ran down, but I tried to like keep the momentum going. So like I was going quite hard down or just steady down and then straight back up again. Um but I was absolutely dying. It was just so, I, I, it's amazing when you're running on the flat and you're doing ultras and you're not really 
doing um, terrain specific training, you just lose it. Like, mm. you, but I know at, at the same time, I'm like, well, I didn't need to do that type of training, but it, it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was brilliant just to be running on the trails. It was a beautiful day. It was blue skies. It was about 15 degrees. It taps off, Jobby. And uh, it was just, it's what dreams are made of uh, when, <laughs> when you run in the, the, the trails in, in Scotland. Uh, so, yeah, it, was, it got me kind of refocused and re-energised to, to get back and do some some long trails without worrying about, dicking about, worrying about pace. And, oh, I ran a 6.20 for 25 miles. Oh, that's my 100k pace. <laughs> uh, and, like, I just can't be done with that anymore. So it's just nice to be running based on effort and not have to worry about pace and things. So for the listeners who don't know... Now, and if you don't know, listeners, shame on you, because that means you didn't listen two years ago. Tell us, <laughs> Kyle, tell us about the Mozart, what the Mozart, I mean, it's the Mozart 100 it's known as, it's now it's, part of the UTMB family, but yeah. there's a few races, so which one are you doing? So, well, there's a, there's a whole army of, uh, of, of, the, of, of the Greggs, and uh, Tim and Totty are going to be coming along too, and I'm sure uh, anyone who listens know who Tim, Tim is, and, and Totty as well. Uh, so they're going to do the marathon. Debbie's also going to be doing the marathon uh the mozart marathon which is actually on a trail but it's on the trail it's not on road or so it's hilly it's it, it's you know a decent elevation profile uh and um and then i'll be doing the the 100k which is five thousand meters of climb um and yeah it's just beautiful it's in salzburg in austria and it's just absolutely beautiful this is this will be my third time doing it which is you, cool. you, you would think like you know why don't you try another beautiful trail but i just love i mean i get a free entry uh the the, the party afterwards is awesome um and you know there's some perks of doing it and i, I had no idea why they think i'm an elite um but you know you know, you know i think you were fourth or fifth we not last time so that's, yeah yeah and, which, and, is, <laughs> which well, is, that might be right itself I, I, I think i think this year uh the, the the quality might be higher. It's it's always been higher because before it was part of like the Ultra Trail World Tour. Um, but I've always ran the race and it suited my ability. It's not too far. I mean, UTMB was, you know, that was a, a lot further and a lot more elevation. And, you know, you went up a little bit more altitude, whereas this is quite runnable. Um, you know, I know the course. I, I, I tend to run, run the race sensibly. I tend to go off and I'm in 20th place and, work my way into the field um you know the first year i did it i was i was in the lead uh for the first half and then you know i ended up coming forth that year and i, was, I think i was like six minutes away for from a medal and um and then like eight minutes away from like a a, a second so um yeah I, I think for me anyway it's just it's it's gonna wet my wet my appetite um it's gonna get me fired up again uh I want to do well. I, I don't want to just make the numbers up again. I, I feel I've, I've, I don't know how, I think I need to work on my strength uh, when I'm running. Like I found something that, that maybe didn't help me was just, I felt my hammies and my glutes. I've just not looked after them as well as I should do. So I'm going to try and rectify that. And I think the hills mm -hmm. will help that as well. You know, like doing some of the different terrain, utilizing different muscle groups. I think that'll just make me, just you know top me up in terms of how well-rounded I should be for these types of uh of these races because you know it's in the heat it's going to be like you know 25 plus degrees 
at the heat of the day. Uh, some of it's fairly exposed. But I know, you know, I, I've got the experience to, to run well there. So, and it'll be good to mix it up with some of the top athletes as well. So, yeah, I'll be doing that. And then just whatever else is, whatever else is coming up, you know, I wouldn't mind just trying to do some local races and, um, you know, a 10K or maybe a park, you know, maybe the odd park run again, just to get, use it as a training session. I love, you know, I just love the running community and getting involved in that. So, uh, yeah. And then after that, I don't know, you know, I've got no idea. You know, well, I think... another stab at the UTMB, maybe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm intru- so you've obviously, that's middle of June. So, that gives June, you yeah. so two months, that's loads of time. Are you 100K? Now, it's interesting because you've obviously you've just done a big block for 100K. So you've got the endurance. You maybe don't have the your hill. The I mean, you're, in, you, you're a guy very well uh, experienced in the hills. What's the plan in terms of build up? Hill work, build up long days. Are you confident you've got the long days in you? How do you see the next eight weeks looking? I think I'm not. I'm. I'm definitely not confident. I've got the long days in me. Uh, for, yeah. Probably far too far away from that. But I, I think you know, I, I'm. I'm someone who's been. It's pretty silly as an ultra runner. I've not really been enjoying my long days, and I think that's mainly to do with mm. having to do them at effort and having to do them on the road. Whereas you know, being out out in the hills and uh, you know, just looking at amazing scenery, not doing laps of a a, a, a kilometre track or a park or 400 metre track. It's just mind numbing stuff. And I think when you're performing well, it's it's quite good. You know, you, you enjoy it because you know your body's running well and performing well. But for me, yeah, I think, yeah, doing, starting to do more hills, get strength back. I've got power. Well, get strength and you know develop my power. Uh, get used to running uphill. I'm gonna take my poles this time. I've got some some poles for the second half of the event, so I'm gonna try and practice with that again, uh, and just get get resilient at running downhill as well. Because you know you you can run uphill strong, but if you can't run downhill or you can't <laughs> run efic- efficiently downhill, it, it it you know it'll soon catch up on you at 80k in the race. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just getting more elevation, and I, I kind of like that as as a as a target to 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 you know later on in the the stages to go right. I'm gonna run uh, four thousand meters of of climb this week, and and you know that could be a mix of hills nearby, doing one big day, uh, and then maybe doing some some work in the treadmill because on the treadmill you can climb for uh, you know to Timbuktu cool. if you wanted to you know yeah, I was climbing yeah yeah so I think I'll do a lot more of that and and again you know just being aware of I have got a family and I've got you know work and as mm-hmm. we all do so it's like you, I find and I'm, I've said this before you, you I feel sometimes if I go out for big long runs I feel I'm missing I'm missing out you know yeah it's FOMO and it's yeah I'm not guilty but I, I do kind of feel sometimes it's it's difficult to to balance that out. So just almost like it's. I think for me, it's important that I get a right, a, a really good plan in terms of where I can fit everything in. And if mm-hmm. you if you know where you can fit it in, then it just gives a bit more confidence as well. Uh, maybe in the past, I've been guilty of just you know, ah, oh, I'll do a run now. I've got a bit of time. I've got an hour. I'll squeeze in that forty minute run before time running shorts. And then yeah, you know it's like, and you're scoff, you're scoffing your food, scoffing your tea down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that I mean I'm surprised you and I don't get indigestion more because I I, I don't know. 
I mean, I I was because I I mean you've obviously got the, the kids to deal with. I was running tonight. I was running back, and I got in twenty minutes before we started TRS. Fortunately, my <laughs> fantastic wife had dinner on the table, which was very oh, kind of her. I was able to come in, we'll done a ball past the grab a shower, and uh, and stand here. So it's, and then you uh, get a message from me saying I'm running late. So you could have yeah, but I, five minutes. I'm like I'm like oh thank God he's five minutes late. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I told you this before the podcast, but I'll share with the listeners. I, I, I made a, slow, a curry in the slow cooker beef from our fantastic butchers in, in, in the Vale. And uh, I, I think I put too much beef in the curry and I thought, oh, this will take me five minutes. See, trying to eat beef, like, bloody hell. It took me <laughs> ages. It took me about 15 minutes. So I was running late. I thought, tell me, I'm still eating my second thing of beef here. So <laughs> we're going to <laughs> have to push the show back a wee bit. Uh, anyway, this is. That, that that's my my story and that's kind of where where i'm at but uh, that's the plan. but for you i mean you know you're you're just still coming off a a fantastic uh cheeky wee pb you know without really doing much with it to be honest yeah. um like that must give you a lot of confidence to you know yeah go into the rest of the the year it does and i think though that i kind of so i think that it's easy to say oh yeah i ran a pb but i'm not in shape I, Around a PB, that's it. It doesn't matter. I mean, what what I was in the shape I'm in, and whether I can get in better shape is, I guess, is only up to me. You know that that is as fast as I've ever gone. So that's that's all I've got. But I I've decided after mulling over. So 33 14, and I've got a couple of races coming up. So first and foremost, I'm gonna, I need to go under 33 minutes. Oh, 100. So yeah. I've got a te- I've got a couple of 10. I've got two 10ks booked on the same day. Actually, one in. One just outside of Paris, the Tour de Huys, which is a three-lapper locally. It looks reasonably quick. You've got two 10Ks booked in the same day. So, well, well, so I, I may or may not be in. I may or may not be travelling back to to uh, England with fee that weekend for something that's going on. So I've got, and actually, there's a 10K near her mum, near her mum and dad's the ah. same day. So I will be doing a 10K on the 15th of May. Okay, so you've sure. got less than five. Well, Exactly. So that so I've got about a month to get into shape for that, which I feel quite good. Um, and also at the start of June, I've got the Fast Five Thousand on the track here, which is organised by uh, I got the guy I know well from the parkman here, top lad Simon Messenger. Um, that is looking lit. Now there's a guy, uh, a Scottish guy whose name escapes me, Stephen Kinlock, who's looking to run the Commonwealth time there. He's a thirteen forty guy apparently. He's running it. Uh, who have I? I, if I... I don't know if I've heard of him. No, nor have I. Until um, Simon said to me, "Oh, unlucky mate, you're not going to be the fastest Scott." There's a guy looking to go 1340. <laughs> okay, that's correct. Me. I won't be the fastest Scott. Um, there's also a guy, Medi Frere, who's a really famous French guy over here. He's kind of that, like he's not quite Jimmy Gracie, but he's he's known. He's like a sort of uh, a bit of a um, yeah, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a personality. But he's still he's looking to go 1330. Is he like the Andy Vernon of of uh, of France? Uh, yeah, he probably is actually Andy Vernon of France. That sort of that sort of level. Like he's a top. He's, I understand he's a top athlete, and I think he's. Anyway, so he's running, and the field. I'm currently ranked hundred. I've put down an ambitious fifteen forty five. Oh, nice! I'm, and I'm currently one hundred fiftieth ranked going into the race. <laughs> so there's like I think there's I think there's there's going to be as you said twenty five per race, and I think yeah. at the moment he's got sixteen races planned on the day on the track. So it's going to be crazy. So I need to get my, myself a pair of dragonflies. But what that wow. so that's so the objective there. So two things: sub sub thirty three in yeah. May, yeah. sub sixteen in June. That's wow. that's the plan. Yeah, now, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's obvious, and I think those are times. Do you know what I? If almost three years ago, in that in fact, bloody hell, is it over three years since? Yeah, it is. 
Shit, four years this year since Frankfurt. Now, I, when I ran 2.30 in Frankfurt, I remember thinking, this is the sky's the limit here. I'm going to run 2.25 in a few yeah. years' time. I'm going to run. And you know what? It's just not worked out. Injuries, COVID, we've all got excuses. It's just not yeah. worked out. And I stand here with the same half marathon PB and the same, and unfortunately, I've taken my 10K down. I'm thinking to myself, I just need to get times that I can hang my hat on. And I think if I can, if I can get a sub, if I, I would be if I can go sub thirty three and sub sixteen. I feel like that's a, a fair reflection of of me as an athlete. I think I can go quicker, but I, I just need to. I want to bank those times. Um, so yeah. that's going to be quite cool. But do you know, what? on the weekend, I did a park run. I did the Bois de Boulogne park run, oh, and I was. Yeah. How many did you get this? How many? Uh, regular, which is, but I had a session six by twelve hundred with an eight hundred float, and I thought, right, I'm going to go and do that as part of the park run. So oh, okay. I want okay. to start the park run. One of the boys at the Guanel who runs there, I know quite well. He's about similar ability to me. I said to him, I'm going to do a session. And he said, yeah, okay, I'll tag along. So we we did that. So, of course, this young actual tourist, this English kid, he went off like the clappers. And I went with him, just behind him. And actually, after about a K, he slowed up. So I went past him to run ah, a yes. in like three, what was it, 318, something like that, which is about 10K pace. Anyway, after 1,200 metres, I just sat up and, and did a float. I went to like four-minute Ks. And this kid's <laughs> like thinking, have I blown up or something? <laughs> And then, so I let him, but because I'm just floating for 800 meters, he slowly pulls away. Uh-huh. And then I pick it up again. And we, after about, <laughs> we got to the, it's two laps at Bad Boy. just after about, the lap was about 1800. No, maybe, no, what am I saying? It must have been 2500 meters in. It's just around about half. I uh, I caught him, went past him. And you can see the people at the finish were thinking, that's a bit bizarre. What's going on? Anyway, <laughs> so I went past the guy, of course. Fl- I I started thinking to myself, I obviously wanted to win the park run. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start thinking to myself, how much time do I need to put into him in the rep so that I can float and still catch him? So oh. I pressed on a little bit and ran like a 316, floated again. Oh, this is and, and he pulled, it was really entertaining actually. The lead on this park must have changed about five times during the park run. So anyway, my third, on my second float, he comes up alongside me, doesn't really go past me because I'm running like 345s. And I picked it up again in the for the third one. And uh, the guy I was doing the session with, he was a little bit behind me. We had a bit of a sprint finish, but it was really quite a fun way to do a park yes, run. And, it, and, and, and the thing is, it meant I ended up running 17.15 for the park run. With a float. With a float in a session. And I thought to myself, I think I can run 16.30 in a park run here. And that's, there's a bit of trail there. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, spikes, a month of training on the yeah. track. Get I think some 16 is there. I really think it's there. It's going to be hard work, but... Um, did yeah, so it was cool. 16 in that, that park run. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was we were talking about that with the guy with because Simon, who organizes the fast five thousand, he also is the, the race director for the park run. Ah so, course, yeah. every time I turn up, he's giving it big licks like you need to get bloody sub 16 here. You've said you're gonna run 1540 in a month's time, and I'm like <laughs> he's running to, around 17 minutes. He's gonna I think to the to the, the first heat, <laughs> the sub 20 heat. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's guys from Langland who are slower than me, so it's fine. But um, yeah. anyway, what I what I said I would do for him is any Scottish, uh, and unfortunately this is maybe a bit of an elitist shout, any of the quick lads, and I, I mean like if you're a 14-minute guy, sub-15 minutes, and you're interested in traveling to Paris for a fast track race this summer, get in touch. He's he's open to uh, contributing to people's accommodation. Hell, oh. if, it's, if Butch is listening, you can have our spare room. If you, I mean, he'll, <laughs> sure, New Balance will put him up, but... Um, Honestly, the I, I think can't even I can't even uh, 
Uh, apply, I'm not a sub-15. I was going to say, yeah, unfortunately, you're not quick enough, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think it's, although, actually, Carl, I'm sure he would love to do podcasting. So if you if you, if you you happen to be free on the 4th of June and you're looking for a fast 5K as part of your taper for the, the Mozart 100... <laughs> anyway it's cool i'm very excited to do it and it's it's i'm loving i'm just really enjoying i know i know most of our listeners are of the same mindset but i'm just loving going to parkman at the moment and i did you know that was six by 12 with a float so i did I basically did two park runs back to back and it was great it's just i'm just loving being there and and being and just the community where it's cool so i think we sound like we're in the similar um level with okay albeit you're you know you're focusing on the the shorter distances and i'm focusing the longer but we've still got that mutual respect for things like the local races and park yeah. runs and things like that and and then also being at the top level of of our own uh endeavors as well so that's it so yeah but we need to get simon on. i think we it's that's simon, a good show simon, that's a great show get what's who's our man uh the cheshire lad which is uh Michael Harrington, Michael Harrington, who early spoiler, short sighted of the week. Michael Harrington, I saw that. I'm good on you, Michael. I love it. I hope you're with him as a race director for uh, Cheshire, the Wrexham now, isn't it? Wrexham, that's right. I don't know, is it called? Is it still kept the name? Anyway, I again, this is I'm full of what I'm going to do is all the time this podcast, but (laughs) I'm seriously thinking about 2023 spring going for the Cheshire Marathon. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's uh, the course. The, the course of the PB of, of dreams, isn't it? Triangle of dreams, like, yeah. Everyone was getting PBs then. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so that, anyway, so I'm, uh, that, anyway, so you're going to see a lot of short, short, shorter, sharper stuff for me for the next uh, six weeks or so. I, I like it, I like it. Just talking about the Fast 5,000, I think I saw it on our Insta story. Did did Bucci not, is Bucci not down for doing it? No, no, so I, 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 I promised, uh, I promised uh, Simon that I would try and entice Bucci. Um, I, I saw him on the story that he was doing it, but maybe maybe that was oh maybe you were like maybe that was me me tagging him. Oh, that's what it was. I got you. I got you. I like it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that that, that sounds like a, a a fast field, and it's on the track, is it? It is on the track. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. a track five thousand. Oh. So uh, I need to get I need to I need to get some dragonflies. Oh, so, I need to get them. Um, that's twenty seconds per lap, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I need, do you know what I do need to do? I need to get back to the Langland track. Uh, but do you know what's interesting? And this is again, it's coming back to the point you make about sort of you know what running life balance. I love going. I loved last year going to Langland, but the problem is training's ten thirty on a Saturday, so I'm not finishing up till midday by the time i run yeah. there run back do the session well, and then you've also got your park runs as well you know? well, but well i'm enjoying doing the park runs, but the th- what i enjoy about the park runs because it's nine o'clock over here i'm showered by 10 Aye, yeah you know, i'm not even what i'm not i'm i leave the i'm sure i'm typically home from the park run before i would leave to go to training with langland <laughs> yeah. and uh i and it's it gives especially it just gives us more of a day so i really yeah. i do need to get back maybe wednesday night i'll start going back to do some track work yeah well, uh, well, I think, uh, me, I mean, obviously, you know, for, from your perspective, training-wise, you know, listen to your man, the myth, the legend, the, the Paul Forbes, has, Paul are you going to go in with a time in mind and then work your way back as, as he... As he a, a, li- a little bit, but you know what's really interesting? Like, a few weeks, and I guess it just shows how quickly fitness comes, and also, I'm very aware racing does, you can race yourself into shape, which I think a lot of people, may, I, in the past, I've maybe 
shied away from racing a lot during build-ups, but there's a lot to be said for racing because I think, I remember a few weeks ago, I couldn't hit a 330 split for a K in training for, for love and the money. And at that session on the weekend, just because I've run a 10K now at 319 pace, I'm thinking to myself, well, that's my 10K pace. So I'm now running that session. And, I, I, okay, I faded a bit in the last one. The, I was hitting three, 316 to 318, no worries. And actually on the yeah. last one, what I realized, because I did three reps in the in the park run, my mate um, Gonell did, uh, he did one with me, and then I did two on my own. And the last one, if I'm honest, I was tired. But you know when your concentration just drifts? Yeah, and I found out I was thinking about work and various other things in life that are going on. And I was kind of, I sort of had to snap myself into it. Like, wait a minute, pick it up, yeah. man. You're not in bad, you're not, you're not in the gutter. You're just not concentrating. <laughs> and uh, I think I've always found that half marathon is not bad for me because I kind of, I can lock into that comfortably hard red line. No worries. But in a 10K, if you do that, you can lose. You know what I mean? You've got to be on yeah. that. You've got to be pressing, pressing. And, and Yeah. You, you, and there's, if, no, there's no letting off in something as fast as that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and when I realized I picked it up and I, I knew the last like 400 meters, I was like, come on, I can. And the split started to tumble a wee bit. But yeah, I need to, it's just a good reminder. So, but you're right. It was um, still on that. Now I'm thinking, right. The 10k to go sub 33 is 318. Let's allow 316, 315 for a bit of a, a bit of change and a, maybe a long course. You never know. So if that, so on that logic, I'm thinking I need to get myself down to 315s in training. I think I yeah. can. I'm not worried about that. So I've got. A, I'm going to hopefully do a session this week, um, uh, K reps, and I'm going to try and I'll be looking to hit 315s. Um, ah, we'll I see. It. I love it. Oh, it's exciting. There. Uh, well, let's just. Make sure that we keep ourselves injury free and yep. keep keep the keep the party alive, keep the wheels moving. That's all Indeed. you have to do. Get to that start line feeling fit and fresh and injury free. So speaking of races, then would you like to go? Should we go international headlines first or local races? Uh, well, let's go international since you're in the other, you know, you're you're international. Uh, let, let's keep keep it keep it with that. Um now. When you say when you talk international, you mean the Boston Marathon. It's got to be one thing. Wicked excited to speak about Boston. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for a cup of tea and I'll let you (laughs) ramble on because I I I mean I don't know about anyone else, but the only I think the only way you could watch it was was uh, was Eurosport. Eurosport, yeah. So we've got you. Fortunately, we subscribed Eurosport because I watch a lot of cycling, and this weekend is just absolutely paid out. We had the Pai Rube, the, the women's edition on Saturday, Pai Rube, the male edition on Sunday, then the Boston Marathon on Monday. And actually, I've, the last two years, I've taken Monday afternoon off work to watch know, Boston. Yeah, yeah. And this, so this year, because it was Easter Monday, it was jackpot. I got to watch it anyway. <laughs> and you know what? I've run Boston, I've run Boston twice. I really want to do it a third time. It's such an, it's just such an amazing, special race. And, but what this, my, I've always had been of the opinion that Boston is likely to be really hot or really cold it looked like it was on the oh, money condition yeah. yesterday yeah like really looked great and uh they i think it looks like they changed it around because they sent the the elite men went out first then the elite women were behind them because i remember that year when it was rainy i think 2018 and when um uk won it and actually i remember clearly that the women must have been out front because i remember there was some of the elite women like molly huddle ran 245 or something that's right 50 yeah. and got caught by a bunch of men so <laughs> Uh, they've obviously changed that around, but it was really cool. I think um, we'll come to some of the local Scottish people, you know, running. But at the front, it was um, 
the it was a win on the women's side for uh, Paris Jep Cheater Jep Cheer Cheer sorry, um, and that was a class race because she was running with uh, Yashani for most of the the race, and there was like the last one point two miles, there were seven lead changes. I've read that it was there were oh. just so. In fact, it was interesting because Jep Cheer Jep Cheer Cheer. I can't even pronounce that. She kept she was surging and just and then couldn't make it stick. Just an amazing one to watch. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was a course record as well. Two twenty one oh one, second fastest time. Sorry, in history, two twenty one oh one, and then two twenty one oh five for the second place. Um, just amazing, and that was you know just hell of a race to watch. Also on the women's side, what I will highlight is um, from a British perspective was Charlotte Perdue, who had a really good run. 225, 26. That. Yeah, that's a great run. I mean, that's that's four minutes behind, only four minutes behind these, you know, these world class Kenyans and Ethiopians. And you know, Mary, was it Nagugi? Um, so she was yep. 221, 32. I mean, she's a top level athlete well, herself, isn't it? And the Kiblagat as well in fourth place. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's only three minutes. It's and think about Charlotte Perdue, that's ninth at a world marathon major, yeah. which so I she's think the first, you know, non- South African as well, I see in that that race. Yeah, East, yeah. And, it, and what's really interesting, I think, about that is, I don't know if they still do it now, but I remember back in the day, they used to say top 10 at major was uh, and having the standard qualified you for the world. So I, I think she was, she was already going, but that's that's yeah, a hell of a... Really, and yeah. she's been 10th at London twice, so it shows that she's, you know... Also, I, I think you can run fast at Boston, but yeah. it's not like it, you've got to execute it so perfectly. And I've, you know... I, I, it's just such an amazing it's such an amazing course that you've got you've really got to look after your legs on that long downhill in the first half because if you go too hard you pound them and then the hills come at the wrong time and you've got the, if you're in shape if your leg if you're feeling good and your body's has been held together the last four miles you're laughing you're absolutely or three miles you're laughing downhill uh you can you could motor it i've i've had cramp i've had I've never had, I haven't had the greatest conditions, but then that is Boston is Boston. And I've, I've been pleased with how I've run them both. So when you see someone like Charlotte Perdue, I thought, I wasn't convinced actually. I, I said the feeling before, and I'm not, I was, I thought she was maybe going to have a bit of a tough day, but fair play to her. Oh, pulled it, pulled it together. Pulled out the bag, eh? Holy moly. So what's, um? well, do, do you well, know any, on the, oh, yeah, the men's side, sorry. Well, so on, the, on the men's side, it was uh, Evans Chebet who won, won in 206, 51. Um, he was, I mean, he was a pretty standout of the field. What was hilarious, CJ Albertson, um, an American guy, went out on his own, and I thought like that was a, I mean, suicide, looked suicidal, and I thought it was a banter start. I, I need to look back, I'm sure he did that last year as well. But they went through halfway in 103, so an American going through halfway in 206 pace, 207. Um, and yeah, really quite impressive from uh, Evan Chebet to win it. I think that for me, the I mean, if we get the actual results, second place was Lawrence Chirono, 207-21, so about 30 seconds back. Benson Kiprutu was uh, the defending champ, was third in 207-27. What impressed me, though, is Scott Fobble, the American, first American home, 208-52 for seventh place in a PB. I didn't see any um, any uh, Brits, any elite Brits in there. Um, the no, guy, I don't uh, think so. I think, yeah, I mean, your first, Brit. I've just had a look at the results. The first Brit's actually Charlotte Perdue. Is it? Wow. Right, right, yeah. Uh, and then your second Brit's 228, 
Stephen Jackson, Ben Cole. I think he's got. Some oh, Ben Cole! I was you knew with Ben Cole. What did he run? He was doing it two twenty eight, twenty two. Did he run two twenty eight? I mean, Ben's a two twenty three guy in his day, so is he very oh, good. Wow. And then uh, who else have we got? Uh, and Alistair Terrellbeck is he not a Scott? No idea. Well, do you know who yes. did do it? We can give a shout out to our uh, our uh, the our our rivals in Perth. Uh, what in Perth was running it? Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, so he was. Repping oh, the uh, Young Hearts Run Free. He was yeah. running. He had a good running at 306, I think. 308, 306. 308. It was, I was impressed. Yeah, uh, great run from him. Now, he did uh, He did one of my Speyside Muddy Way Ultra races, and he, he ended up going the wrong way. Um, what, what's his, I'm blanking his name again. Uh, uh, Stephen Watt. Stephen Watt, Watt, that's it. Yeah, well done. That's a great. I've got to you repping at Boston. That's class. <laughs> All those times have mentioned me on your podcast. Here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and what about some of the other runners? We had. Uh, I thought I saw. <laughs> I thought I saw Finley Finley there, but uh, it, unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, Nicholas Rattray was also running. Now he's um, a local lad, and he he was aiming for sub three hours. He was just on top of that three or two. Um, but I think he's he's hugely um, uh, determined to get the sub three hours later on in the year, which I'm sure he will. So yeah, great run from from him as well. Uh, I don't really who else there must be. I thought um, uh, Brian oh, Kinghorn Kinghorn was running. Oh, no, so I think Brian had an issue, so he decided not. To, I think he's. Def- uh, if, I don't know if you can defer Boston. Yeah, place, I think I, I know he was he was having a wee injury. Um, or just coming back from it or something, but uh, yeah, that, that's a shame. But uh, I'm sh- I'm sure you'll you'll have his his time uh, in 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 the long run anyway. So yeah, great great to see some fantastic runners and times. Uh, is anyone else you want to mention there? I don't think so. I don't see yeah. any. Not no one stand out. So yeah, well done. If you did do Boston, let us know. Even more importantly, if you did Boston in a pair of TRS shorts, that would make oh, our day. That would, that would make Tommy's dream. That would. You know what, Boston, remember, Boston was still the first time I had a moment, like a TRS moment, where I was at the rate, I was in the, the pen, walking to the pen, sorry, at uh, at the start line, Hopkinton. And this guy comes up to me, taps on the shoulder and said, excuse me, are you Tom from TRS? I thought, <laughs> yeah, I was absolutely made up in Boston, for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was Scottish, I can't remember his name, that's really poor of me, but he, it was, I was brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. You know you've made it when someone's someone's uh, saying you're Kyle or Tommy from TRS. That doesn't even happen in Scotland, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it happens in Paris, though, eh? Your man Simon. It does, and also, and also uh, and Fiona. Lane, they're, they're fully behind the, the TRS. They are, yeah. Well, eh? I, need to, I need to think about yeah how we can get a, tier, uh, a team Lingon on. But oh, yeah, Fiona from... Momo, Fiona... Momo needs to get Momo to... To learn English, everyone wants to hear Momo and uh, Casta. What's her name? Um, Samira. Samira. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to get Samira. That'd be cool. Yeah, also, one of the Fiona won the 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 women at Park Run regular. She uh, she's she's listened a couple of times, but she listened. And if you listen, Fiona, shout out this week because she is an absolute massive fan of the Spine Ultra. So she listened to hear oh, that Debbie's episode one. to hear ah. Debbie Martin on, and she said to me. When I saw the the because I, I obviously didn't really know her from Adam, I didn't even know she was Scottish. She said to me at the park one, Can you imagine my surprise? I've gone to the park one. She's been over here for I think she's been over here like 20 years or something. She's oh, like, really? I've been, you know, so running my local park in Paris and to hear that the 
I'm listening to a podcast and, it turns, and I think I'd said on that on that week I did the podcast on the weekend in Van de Boulogne. That's right. And she was like, hold on. She she can give me some tips on races to do in France, actually. One of which I think you'd be right up your street. Um you uh Santi Leon, which is uh which is in the in November, December over the over the mountains outside of Leon in the snow and stuff. It looks incredible. Uh, oh really? Santa that night Leon. as well. Ah, okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, we're we're drifting with it. So that was the Boston Marathon, super cool event. Um, but more local, more closer to home or closer to Scotland. Anyway, it was well. Before you go, let's still keep across the pond just now. Um, Now, one notable performance, and I can't mind where I found this, uh, but I see there was a ten thousand meters um, Logan Reese. Oh, I did see that. The only reason the only reason I remember is because my kid's called Logie. Uh-huh. And Logie Reese, you know, and pretty probably doesn't, he's probably not called Logie Logan. But anyway, I didn't know. I mean, this is maybe ignorant of me, but I didn't actually know Logan was running. I thought I was like, where's he gone? You know, like he's 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 not running anymore. And now Logan's a five face lad. Um he's got a couple of uh siblings as well. Tristan, is it Tristan? And yeah, that's right. I can't remember the other one. Is Helena Reese not his uh sister as well? Who? Helena. Oh yeah, I think so. You're right. Aye. Uh, well, I think I'm, I may be yeah. I may be wrong. They're all five AC. Maybe they are all related in some shape or form, no doubt. But anyway, uh, so yeah, great run from Logan Reese. Uh, he he twenty eight forty five. Now I That's mean, crazy. He, he's, that is shifting. He's studying, isn't he? I think he's studying, and I stu- this is really bad news, but. Um, he basically did a an open graded meeting or something in the US and ran that time, which is phenomenal. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's that's some some news for you there. Uh, yeah, well well remembered because I'd I'd forgotten about that. Well, if we stay at ten k and do come back to Scotland, it was round the houses, the Greensland ten k on the weekend, which I think doubles as the um certainly the british, the british masters, masters isn't it yeah and i think it's also the east, east uh, district, uh 10k champs. yeah and um quite an impressive top three actually so peter avent shelton harriers for the win in 30 23 second place owen miller trs interviewee 50, yeah. 1500 meter runner predominantly 31 17 impressive and Fantastic. ian whitaker edinburgh c in 32 11 so yeah yeah what do you make of those I think it. I mean, it, uh, Peter. Peter had a clear win. Uh, now, you know. I, I mean, he was without no disrespect to anyone else, but I, I think you know Peter. I, I thought there'd be maybe a few more runners around Peter's level taking part yeah, in me too. an event like the the ten k, which is renowned for being quite quick. Um, you know, yeah. if you've got a good day, and clearly there was some quick quick times there. Um, but one thing I thought was, although maybe at the, the, the sharper end of the field, the times weren't particularly quick, there was quite a lot of PBs in terms of like, you know, between further back, further back which yeah. I thought just shows it is a quick race. Um, and, you know, one, one I wanted to mention was, uh, is one of our fans of the show, Colin Whitby. You know, he's, he's a, He's a, an, a he's a proper sharer of our, our news articles, and he he ran a great time, uh, thirty two twenty four. That is a great he's time. A masters athlete, so to run a time like that is great. Uh, Grant Bailey as well, you know he's been around the seat, the running scene for a while. Thirty two thirty one for second master. 
Andrew Wright as well, who has been running for many a year now, 33-11. But the one, the only, Alistair Walker, M65. First M60 plus in the event. TV at Dale Harriers, interview of the show. Gets a world record in 34-36 for a 65-year-old. What do you make of that, Tommy? I think that's incredible and it's as 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 i would always say it's, it is bonkers i mean I, I i don't i don't i mean it's i've just watched the finish video of him coming in i mean just cruising in and it obviously it's full full beans but you know he's in front of he's in i think he's in front of uh Kerry Liam wilson i mean you know that is a 34 32 that is incredible a world record can you imagine running that in 30 years' time, Tommy? No, no shot. <laughs> it's, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I think one thing we've got to say is, you know, Alistair, I think it's almost like a bit like Paul Forbes. Um, you know, Paul, as he said in his interview, and if you haven't listened to that interview, folks, you've got to listen to this. Yeah, it's just cool. so inspiring. And it's hilarious as well at the same time. Uh, but I mean, you know, Paul Paul stopped running for a while and then got back into it later on in his career. And Alistair did the same. And again, you know, listen back to our archives and you'll you'll hear his story. But he did the same thing. And then he started running again and started, you know, I mean, he was a 65 minute half marathon guy, I think, back in his back in or 66 back in his prime. Uh so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, I, I think I don't know. It does, I'm not saying folk who run well now should stop and then run later on in their season. It's just they're they've they've able they've been able to just expand the longevity of the running by looking after their body and maybe not just pounding the pavements every year, you know, every month of every every week of every month of every year. Um so I think there's definitely something to be said in looking after your body um and uh and what's the word I'm looking for? training you know peaks and what's the word um blocks having training blocks yeah. and, uh, training, yeah. and cycles and things so yeah anyway i'm, I'm rambling quite a lot no, but you're, you're you're quite right to ramble because it's uh, it's worth uh just highlighting how amazing these guys are so we'll maybe catch up with alistair uh before too long because actually i mean it's just even just the overall you know to, to consider the fact that he was um where is he overall Set thirty second overall. Uh, you know this. You know it's amazing. And the you know that's not masters position. That's not East District. That's the overall time. Yeah, it's uh quite Crazy. impressive. Yeah, I think on the women's side, equally impressive was to see uh, Annabelle Simpson thirty three twenty two, which I believe is a PB for her. Yeah, um, I think it was a course record as well. Was it? Wow. Oh, yeah, so that's yeah. so you know Annabelle's uh, is a, a serious talent. She's running so well this year. Um, University of the West of Scotland, of course, as we've mentioned before. Second place on the female side was, uh, flip around the results, Leslie Bell in 36.44, and in third place, Hannah Terence um, in 37.31. In terms of the, just because we gave the Masters, we gave a bit of Masters chat. In fact, yeah, it was the British Masters champs, wasn't it? So Of course, yeah. Um, I mean, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say British Masters champs. Does that mean that they? This is a bit of naivety on my part, or um, or lack of knowledge. Sorry. Does that mean it's for the individual age groups, or it's Masters starting at a certain level, start at a certain age? Uh, I think it's every uh, every Masters category. I think so. Yeah, when, yeah. In which case, I'm going to go. I'm just going to rattle off the champs then. 
Colin Whitby, V40, 32-24 for the win. V40, uh, V45, sorry, V, thank your pardon, I'm making a dog's meal list. V40 women, Katie White, 38-05. V45 men, Andrew Wright, 33-11. V45 women, Leslie Bell, 36-44. V50 women, Elaine Davies, 45-48. V50 men, Stephen Wiley, 33-34. V55 women, Anna Richardson, 40-12. V55 men, Richard Johnson, 34-36. V60 women, the legend that is Fiona Matheson, 38-58. V60 men, Kevin McCaig, 39-04. V65 women, Erica Christie, 47-17. V65 men, the man himself, Alistair Walker, 34-36. V70 women, Anne White, 45-48. Amazing. V70 men, Malcolm Hammond, 43-42. No stranger. Crazy. V forty seven, sorry, V seventy five men. Robert Young forty eight forty four, and V eighty men. Jim Scobie fifty five fifty three. So well done. That's some Jesus. mighty impressive results. And I hope that that we are right that those are indeed the uh, your all British champions because that's fantastic. And right, forty five minutes seventy plus. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's incredible. Four thirties. That's crazy. Um, do you know what the other the only thing I'll say about the results, right? And this comes back to my comment last week about my <laughs> eventual return to to racing over there. The time I ran, I'm not even going to go to the French national champs. The time I ran at a local race here, and it was a local race. I was what 33, 39, and I was 140 seconds. That would have that would have placed me 15th at Granger. <laughs> That's crazy. We did that. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, my my run in the French champs would have put me 12th. Yeah, like it's just it's, I, I've got so many ideas. road running commission. I'm coming for you when I get back. I, I've got like there's uh, there's an opportunity here to. Is. Why do you think that is then? Like, is there? I mean, you you've obviously got some ideas. Do you think it's is it the depth? I mean, France is clearly a, a bigger, you know, yes, high more population. But, Definitely. But is it is it like lack of? Because I'm finding this as a race director and just looking in. Us studying the results, there seem to be, I don't know, less appetite for race. People wanting to race, and is is it is it too saturated? That you know the race calendar in Scotland, or is that just you know it's always been like this, or are we um, are we losing the the appeal of some of these big events? I mean, I mean, I've got to say, the national champ senior. I mean, okay, I was you know I'm 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 not That's a good runner, I'm not a good runner, but that was a top field. I mean, I was fifty, yeah, fifth. And I thought I was running quite well. Uh, and, you know, and Kenny, you know, James, James Wilson's brothers, he's not that far ahead of me. And he runs a 69-minute half marathon a few weeks later. And, you know, for, for me, I, I just think, I, I don't know, I, I find um, we're maybe too diluted with, with some of our events up here in terms of getting the right athletes. Yeah. I also, I also wonder whether... And I, you know, a lot of the runners I know are sort of almost mercenary in the sense everyone's out for their own, and that's running. We're all out for our own runs. But yeah. I know a lot of most people I know who run are. I'm doing the the London Marathon. I'm doing the Boston Marathon. You know, yeah. I've just I've just raved about it, so I'm, I'm part of the problem. But what struck me is how here, and maybe it's just the club. I was back in in Scotland. We didn't really have that, and maybe we, and that's something I'd like to see happen when I come back. Here, the clubs tend to have everybody's in for one 
at the same race. Like there was such a big deal at Langland about getting people to qualify. You know, we've got a WhatsApp group with the whole club, and it's all like the one of the coaches is he's saying, right, we've only got two guys qualify the national ten. Who's these are the races, and he's saying, guys, these are the races you should be doing. And that was the one I thought, oh, Aubergenville. He's saying, ah, you need to yeah, go there. That's yeah. where you're going to qualify. And there was like what six of us went and did it. You know, okay, Paris is a, is a big city. I'm sure that it's not quite the same across France. I'm probably using a very, a very bad example, but I just think that, you know, the a lot of the, there are a lot of races that. How do you make? I also think a lot of races are in. I've, you don't need to have this amazing single 10k loop yeah it's really nice but i think there's more look at the success of the the, the, the ross, ross cairns's uhi 5k yeah. that is a three or four lapper on a flat course because that's yeah. what people want is a fast time and he runs a few um different races through that you know different uh category it's two two or three races and i wonder there's maybe more for that to say if and that's, ro- that's in the I north get, as well isn't it i mean you exactly get, you know in the north there's less runners but you're still getting people from, you know, last year, I'm sure. Oh, Central Belt. The Central lads. And yeah. Come. And the thing is, I get it. Road closures are expensive. So half your cost, I mean, okay, not half it, but if you can, if you've got a 10K coming up and you organize a two or three lapper and it's on good, it's on good fast roads, I don't think people care. Yeah. I, and, and again, it's about, I guess it's about targeting your, problem is, yeah, there's this, in today's day and age, you, you look at what happens like Baker Hughes 10K and Aberdeen, everyone wants big fields, but actually, how can you get, how do you get if you can get a race that's attracting the best? Uh, go for it. The other thing is what? How how do you? And this is a problem for Scottish Athletics. I don't know the answer to it. How do you get a ten k where you've got Callum Hawkins, Andy Butcher, Johnny Glenn, yeah, uh, all Jamie Crow, Robbie Simpson, all everyone? And I'm obviously missing out heaps of guys. How do you get all the fast guys on the same start line? Yeah, to run everyone together. in the, everyone in the yeah. yellow train. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I don't know what the answer to that is, but I wonder. Why are they not? Um, why you know is a Scottish title not that big a deal? Yeah, I, I, I and, and I, I would like. Is it is it because there's not enough, is there not a prize money? Is it not prestigious enough? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. But I think if it was, if you could do the same with a road race that because Scottish has done such a great job with the, with the national cross. If you could do the same with road racing, and I, I think, you would be. It would just be incredible. But I you don't think though, like the the five k, you know, the one that AJ yes. organizes, like that is just that's true. That's that's lined up, and you you that's I think even the last couple of years, well, obviously it hasn't been on for a while, but I remember the last event, it was just you know riddled with fast times. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so hopefully, I, think, I also know, think you need to keep those events in the central belt, and yeah. I say that as someone who has moaned a bit about, ah, oh, FFS, I've got to drive to Hoyk for the East District cross-country <laughs> champs from Aberdeen. But I think for the road events, you've got to keep it in the central belt because that's, you've got the, yeah, and I guess they do that for the 5K, yeah. so we, Yeah, it's, uh, I yeah. don't know. I mean, Scotland obviously is a much smaller nation. I get that, but uh, it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago that there was a lot of talk about trying to get Scotland to become independent for world champs and some things like that. Mm-hmm. The European champs, pardon. So, you know, if we're going to go down that road, you need to get, I mean, there's another thing. If you had a Scottish team going to, I mean, the Commonwealth Games, one thing I would say is the marathon, you know, controversially, do we think the marathon project has been a success? I'm personally not convinced it has been. When I look at the people who are on the project, who are going to, are we sending two full teams to the Commonwealth? And for the marathon, my my feeling would be maybe that is better to be an endurance project for 5 and 10K and marathon 
that focuses on getting people in Scotland Vest. I mean, remember they used to send Scotland Vest to Leeds. I guess there's, a, there's obviously a cost with all that. But again, if you could, if you start sending Scottish teams 10,000 metres, or you send, I don't know, imagine you want to send a Scotland team to a 10K, uh, some massive road 10K in Valencia or something. Do that and say, yeah. right, we want you to turn out the Sterling 10K because we're going to select a team based on that. You yeah. know, make, give the incentive, give the athletes a reason to compete. Look at the ACP last week. Or two weeks ago, absolutely class field, one of the best hundred yeah. k fields you've probably ever seen in in the UK because there's something on the table. It's a championship. Yeah, you know, there's a world world vest on the got Scottish, on the British, world GB vest. There's been more, there's a bigger, the profile of ultra running has been increased. Oh, in the last couple of years, uh, it's becoming the new the new marathon. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm kind of going. Going over the over the hill now, but you're literally uh, all over the top of the mountains. When there's a buzz around something, people want to be part of it, don't they? And yeah. If it's uh, if it's something like a, a national championship or you know a, a, an endurance project of, of some sort, and and it's it's catering for all those disciplines, it, it's something that people are gonna start striving towards. And you know, yeah. it'd be great to have a trial race for all these oh. events and in scotland or not just that just like you know but i think i think like there's definitely a lot you can do with it it's uh it's getting the right people around the table to push those sort of things and and the clubs need to help though i think the clubs need to the clubs i think clubs in scotland do a great job but the clubs need to need to try and encourage their athletes to compete at the at these races and i've you know i've the road relays is I actually noticed the road relays on a Saturday this year, which is I thought was really cool because that's always been a real bugbear of mine that half the, the metro lads were saying oh, I don't want to compete because I've got I've, it means I've got to give up a long run before London. And it used to always annoy me that you'd end up with half the top guys not going. And actually, yes. the road relays being on a Saturday I think is brilliant because you can go get a ten k five k blast and have still a get a long running. Have a party that night and still do your long <laughs> So yeah, but well, do you know what? Speaking, we've ram, we've diverted a bit about that. But speaking of res- keeping on the results theme and talking about parties, Isle of Man, Easter oh, Athletic. I knew you're gonna go. In. I was gonna do that segue. Right? <laughs> oh my thunder, man! I don't oh, have the results well, in front of me, but I know it was. Well, I mean, well, let's 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 put a little bit of background into the Isle of Man festival. Now, you know, both of us have done it in the past many a year. About yeah. fifteen years ago now. Jeez, oh, oh that's, mate, that's yeah, that's crazy. Old. Um, I mean, I, I was my teammate was your sister. That's right, yeah. That's, uh, that's how far back you know. I knew your sister before you, really. That's right, yeah. yeah. I just knew him, he was kind of some ginger lad who ran for in uni, exactly. And then it went downhill after I got to know you. So, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the Isle of Man Easter Festival running's been going for years. I mean, the great Ron Hill, I think the last time I ever went was Ron Hill was doing it. And we went to the Peel Hill race and he was on the bus with us. But he he was, we all ran back because it was a pub crawl, the pub run from Peel to Douglas, which is like 12 miles or something. Yeah, and that's you, right. You run in every pub, you have a, you know, you have what you have, a pint. And I think we had a pint and a shot in most pubs. And then, you know, that's that, that sort of trend continued on until, you know, half the pubs are now closed, so there's not that many pubs left. Yeah, that's right. But basically, you do the, the, on, on the Friday, it's the, the, the 10K, and then you've got the, the Peel Hill. Road, road flat. It's quite a flat, fast road 10K. Yeah, it's a quick one, yeah. Um, it can be a bit windy, mind you. And then you've got the 5K on the following day, individual men, and I think it's a relay for the women. 
uh, or it was anyway when I did it. So that's your, and then you've obviously got the, the boat race on the Sunday night, which is the, the main event, of course. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's the, the kind of, that's the scene for, for the race. And Tommy's going to get the boat, the boat race results out. Oh, the boat the race. I, well, do you know, I'll go with the, I'll go with the actual running results first and we'll see if we can find the boat race. But, you know, the guy, these guys aren't messing about. You know, no, the it's a good, I mean, that's the thing. The quality is high it's as deep. well. My claim I mean, of fame is uh, I've won the Peel Hill race. That's my did claim. you? Yeah. That's a hell of a claim to fame, mate. I, I know, I know. Uh, that's probably your bet I've got more respect for that title than any other title you've got I think <laughs> no, I'm not joking that's for this I, class I, I think half the folk must have uh, you know the boat must have been cancelled or something so rubbish you, you, that's your worthy hell run of that yeah, so in the men anyway the, the 10 and Friday it was a win for Linton Taylor uh, Leeds Uni uh, in 3027 Scott Sterling HBT 3034 and then Jack Miller Oxford Uni 30.45 on the female side, if I can find... It's not filtered. I'm going to have to scroll, unfortunately. Uh, the female side... Hang with me. Oh, sorry. There must be a filter on this. There's not. That's super annoying. Ah, oh, there is. Sorry, I've got it. Holly Page, Edmund Unihir and Hounds, 34.41. Nice. Sarah Calvert, Edmund Unihir, 35.02. And third place, Beth Garland, Leeds Uni in 35 15 so that was the 10k on the on friday on the saturday it was the the hill race was won by oliver fox cambridge uni greyhounds Foxy. 20, 2027 jack miller who had been third the day before was second on the hill race 2037 and then third place scott sterling hpt uh 2043 on the women's side it was beth garland for the win 1709 katie lowry Henry Nahiri, 1713, and then Emma Bramley, 1732. On the Sunday. Sunday, have you got them? I have, yeah. Uh, so Scott Starlin got the, the win for the 5K. I'm bloody hell. So he ran a 30, what, 30 30 on the Friday. Runs a, I can't, I don't know. Hell race. Yeah, hell uh, race. Crawl. I mean, Scott, I mean, I don't know if you listen to the show. Were you drinking? Were you partying that weekend? <laughs> Mental. <laughs> that's mental. And if you were, he, uh, you know, that's a, a big kudos to you. Uh, but maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, maybe he didn't do as well in the boat, the boat race. Who knows? But great run from Scott. Uh, great weekend for for Scott there. Uh, anyway, second place was Linton Taylor, fourteen forty eight. Uh, Leeds Uni Doss, uh, Oxford Uni Helicopters. The Jack Miller. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah, he got the fourteen fifty three. So quality field. Quality. Your top. I mean, you, you, what thirty one runners ran under sixteen minutes, and that's um, you know that's a Bonkers. third race after a weekend of being on the boozer. Maybe the pub run doesn't happen anymore. It does. It does. Yeah. I saw well, there was a fair less, bit. Of... As I said, there's only like two pubs because the rest. Of no, course. no. I saw a fair. What I saw a fair bit of uh, HPT Instagram action over the weekend that oh, would really? suggest it's still legit. Did anyone get stuck in the elevator? Remember that time? Uh, yeah. Um, what Lee, what's, what's, what was it? It was like the, the dishwasher. Dumbbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy, that was, I remember that day. That wasn't good. Anyway, um, so Katie Lowry, 
Lowry, uh, 1733. Edinburgh Uni Hades, uh, Leeds Beth Garland, second. Leeds Uni Doss, 1737. And Beth Ansel, Manchester Uni Alehouse, 1742. So, uh, yeah, folk like, you know, there's no Holly Page on the third event, uh, it, it appears. So she obviously had a good weekend. Okay, so we had a little bit of a technical difficulty there. We're back in the game. Uh, Tommy is chatting about the boat race results, and I think just just for just to sum up the the event itself. Well, yeah. So the overall, we talked a bit about the overall men's result, overall female results for the weekend. Um, that was won by Beth Garland, the uni, Katie Lowry, second and third, Beth Ansel. Now, obviously, the Isle of Man wouldn't be the Isle of Man without the um, without the boat race, the the beer race, and I actually noticed that there was uh, the Harrys fair play to them had their um, had their uh, their trial on Instagram, which I thought was quite entertaining. Oh, yeah, I thought it was very good. Now, unfortunately, I can't find the 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 results. But what really entertained me when I was looking at the results earlier is that the rules are on there. So I'm going to read these out because I think it's it's the it's the this this is it's quite important that people know these sort of serious rules. They're quite serious Ele- about it. Eh? They're more serious about the boat race than they are the rest of them. I remember that. So the, the rest. The, I, we back then I, we, when I was when I was in the uh, the Harry's boat race team, we got to the we got to the semis and got knocked out by Alehouse. The you got Manchester to the semis. You can't we, drink for shit. Come on, I was I was <laughs> at uni. I was decent, mate. Anyway, right. Uh, Isle of Man Easter Festival beer drinking competition rules. Please note, this is a beer drinking comp- competition. As such, competitors should drink bitter lager cider. <laughs> sorry, they should drink bitter lager cider, shandy, etc. Are not allowed. Each team shall have four different drinkers, and each team is required to drink a pint of beer in a relay format. All team members must be bona fide competitors in the festival or have actively officiated in the event. All team members are to drink one pint of beer in a relay. The starting position the drinker should adopt is to stand upright with their hands by their side until the event starts on the first leg or upon completion of the previous drinker, legs two, three, and four. Upon completion of drinking the pint, the empty glass should be upturned on top of the head before the next drinker can start. Competitors must wear a top or T-shirt. Judges will penalise excessive spillage or anyone jumping the gun and starting early. The rules have been designed to try and make it a fair and enjoyable competition for all. Remember, it's all a bit of fun. The referee's decision is final. Please drink responsibly. You're advised to restrict your alcohol competition to your alcohol consumption to competition drinks only for the duration of the contest. Amazing. And then I'm not even going to go into it. It's so it's four. Actually, no. Let me go into this. I think it's entertaining. Round. So the men, right? Round one. This round will be timed. Maximum four teams per heat. Heats will be drawn at random. The fastest 12 teams will be invited into the knockout phase, regardless of finishing position in their heat, and seeded one to 12 based on their time in the first round. The team recording the fastest time in round one will be awarded the Andy Holden Memorial Award. Oh, then you go into round, round two. So then based on that, you go into round two. So heat one will be teams who were first, eighth, and twelfth, blah, blah, blah. So basically the first 12 will go to the heats. From the heats, um, two, to the winner of each heat plus the two fastest losers qualify for the semis. <laughs> then in the semis, of course, both winners go through plus the... Uh, uh, to the final, and uh, that's how it works. So, absolute comedy. I oh, mean, it's, 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 a great, brilliant. it's a great weekend, isn't it? Like, I would love to go back. I just don't know how it would feel. Like, you know, the runners, a lot of the runners are half our age. Yeah, that's always, I, mean, I, I really regret 
not sending a team from Metro when I was like 30. Yeah. I, really, I look back and think that was such a, a mistake. We should have done that. It would have been class. Um, but the times, I mean, you say that, that 10K, you look at the times, you talk about how oh, it's crazy Scots it? times are over three days. That is probably deeper than Grangemouth. Yeah, yeah. Just that event, yeah. So maybe that's the way forward then, is just to have a, have a party. A mile before the, the East District champs. Exactly, or after, <laughs> or, but after you, yeah. or after, but you can only compete in it if you've if you've run the race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy! Well, um, well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, another a great run. We've got so many other events uh, that we could ramble about, but I think I'm, you know, I don't know if you want to chat about any other ones or. I've got one that I'm going to talk about just because we mentioned it here last year, and I think it's quite funny to mention it again this year. So of course it was the. Man versus horse. Of course, of course. Which is the, you know, does exactly what it says in the tin. Uh, the big question is, was it a horse or a man that won? I've got, it's got to be a horse. So I can tell you right now, it was a horse that won. Was it? So Sarah Norris, who was riding Tyne Bank Harry, won. <laughs> <laughs> and the first man or woman was Paul Patterson, who unfortunately... Was beaten, so the horse came home in one thirty-three. Man came home in one forty-eight, and for oh. what it's worth, woman came home in one fifty-five. So it's no, another truly, one for yeah. the, the horse community. Oh man, I did see that was advertised. I thought, well, I give that a shot, and I thought, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I think I would be put off because I. Don't, I wouldn't want to race horses. I. One thing for me when I'm running is, I, I remember I was on the line not long ago and the D side line and I was running towards a horse and I did, you know, I was like making my, 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 you know, making my noise heard, my noise heard, it's not even a thing, making myself heard. And, uh, and the, I didn't know what to do. Do you slow down? Do you stop? But they, I had to go past them. So I was like running past them, but giving them enough space, but trying not to spook them. It's like, I can't walk past them because they haven't stopped. Uh, I don't know what the etiquette is. Yeah, I, I really that's a good I, question. Um, I don't know. What, what is the etiquette there? I mean, obviously, safety prevails. You don't want to get, you know, you don't I, think, I don't know if it's just, is it etiquette or is it just common sense? Like, you know, don't spook the horse or mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, any any horsey runners out there, give us a, you know, let us know the answer to do. what what should you do when it you. It's annoying, uh, though. It's annoying when you're on, a, you're on an absolute flyer. Oh, like, that's what I was. I was doing a cheeky wee, uh, you know, a last minute tempo, uh, 10 oh. mile tempo. And then I had to negotiate this horse. Do you stop your Strava? Do you stop your Garmin? Do you, do you keep Oh, yeah. Going? Stop the, stop the, if you stop, stop the walk. Then you're Seggy. You're not going to get a Seggy call, are you? So, yeah, that's true. Seggy CR. So I didn't know what to do. But anyway, uh, I, I managed to figure what, out. What part of the D side line was it on? It was um, uh, Krathis. Krathis okay, yeah, to Ankeny. So it was, it was quite, it was trailly, but there was a comp to be had, you see. Mm, yeah. Bobby Simpson's one, despite him yeah. only doing it for 50 kilometers and not, not 10 miles like I was doing. <laughs> and it was only a two, two mile comp there as well. <laughs> two mile segment. Oh boy. There you go. Well, uh, well, let's, you know, as I said, or as we have said in the past, there's many races that you can get, you know, chat about and get involved in, uh, either by taking part or volunteering or just looking at the events and um, uh, it's a selfish shameless plug for me and um, i've got the money way ultra 50 mile coming up the money coast when is 50. that 
on the 14th of May, which is wow, that's not long, is it? To go. So any buddy, budding, buddy, budding ultra runners out there, anyone who wants to run their first ultra, there's still time to enter. Entries are going to close in two weeks' time. So get yourself involved. Uh, check the the web page, website, the Muddy Way Ultras website, and have a look at that and see if it tickles your fancy or not. There's plenty of photos, and it's just a, a stunning coastal trail route that goes through Murray, the along the Murray Coast, um, cliffs, trails, forests. It's just beautiful. So if you do want to get involved, um, then have a look and get yourself entered. And we do have a code. So if you do want to enter, use this code TRS25. So mm. there you go for 25% off. So just enter that at, at the entry. And that applies to all the races. When is your so, next? Um, I'm giving you the opportunity for a free plug here, but I'm I'm genuinely interested. When is your next uh um Flex Trust Scotland 3K? Oh, of course. There's that. So every Wednesday, every Wednesday. Um, so the next one, uh, if every Wednesday, every the first Wednesday. Of <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've only turned up to one of them the last couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, first Wednesday of every month. So the next one is the 4th of May. Um, and that, again, entries are, if you, if you look at the Scottish Athletics fixtures and the Run ABC, you'll, you'll see the, the fixtures. And also go visit Athletics Trust Scotland org.uk and you'll get the entry details and the event information that way too um but yeah i mean i, I think that's kindly uh, supported by jackie and jackie stewart and peter jennings of metro um so it'd be good to get a few of them taking part in the event and obviously it being in the summer uh midweek we should hopefully be able to yeah just it's something that you can do without it compromising any other races at the weekend so yeah it'd be great to to see some of you guys taking part in that one and uh, on the Aberdeen Prom. Thank you, Tom. Excellent. It, yeah. You're very welcome. Allowing me to have that plug there. No problem at all. So I think we're, I think that's result wise, pretty much us done. That's races coming up pretty much done. The only thing to say is the short sighted. So yeah, Michael Harrington, we already mentioned him. Yeah. Listeners, let us know if you are out and about in your shorts racing. We'd love to share. Um, oh, your rest run of the week. Do we have a yes, one of the week? Oh, I mean, Al Walker gets it all the time. Yeah, he, he pretty much shows I mean, up and he just turns up to race and he gets it these days. What, what's the name of that horse? <laughs> <laughs> horse, yeah, fair play, the horse one. I don't know if that what? was a world record or not. Even nah, who knows? It's on a trail, mind you. Um, I'm going to... Logan Reese, mate. Logan yeah, Reese, there's a shout. I was about to say, I think he deserves 28.45. I mean, what, what's the Commonwealth time? It, it can't, is it not 30 or something? He's got I'm to be. Sure. He's got to be looking at that as a. And I, 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 what I do, what I do know is that I think the 10k is a, you know, a, a bit of a, a harder to reach time than potentially the the 5k. Yeah. Would I agree. For most I, athletes, I anyway, mind you, but I don't know. I'm anyway. quickly to see what it is the standard. Anyway, I think that's a fair. I think I'll. You know that we're. We think you're amazing. Yeah. But it's time to like someone else for a shot. I, I mean, do you know what? Like uh, the fact that we didn't even know Logan ran, and, and you know here he's 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 away. He's he lives in um, somewhere in America, uh, and and you know just ignorant on our part to 
to not know that he's, he's taking part in, you know, just getting the head down and letting the results speak for himself for themselves. So I think that's hugely admirable as well. Boom. Congratulations. Well, well that's us. It is. Look at that. That's uh, again, no interview this week, but you know, we leave, we let the juices flow for the next interview that will come up. Um, we'll keep that under wraps because A, we don't know who it's going to be. <laughs> We've, we we've got, got we were talking before and we've got a couple a couple of options that we need to warm of targets, up. Eh? And actually, I think yeah. as we get towards Commonwealth and Worlds, let's we'll try and tap up our network to see the usual suspects exactly, who are heading yeah. to those championships, get a bit of a preview from them as well. Definitely. Well, as always, it's been a pleasure chatting to you, Tommy, and uh hopefully you you've enjoyed our, our show listeners. And we will uh we will see you and speak to you all next week. Bye.